Sometimes you feel so alone and overwhelmed, you don't know where to turn. These days, it seems like there is no end to our problems. We invite you to connect with Silent Unity, the 24-hour prayer ministry where someone is waiting to pray with you right now. Since 1890, Silent Unity has always been there. No judgment or dogma, just someone affirming the best for you. Call 816-969-2000 today. You can also connect online at unityprayervigil.org. Exploring our oneness with spirit and each other. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing. Yeah. Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. I'm Daryl. And I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from middle school studios in Culver City, the heart of Screenland. Yes. And if you checked out our Facebook fan page, you would yes. see a picture of Daryl and Ed. That's myself and Ed. <laughs> <laughs> in front of the uh, Culver Hotel uh, with a plaque representing and stating how this, this is the home of Hal Roach Studios, the laugh factory to the world. And now... Funniest thing. That's right. That's right. Today's um, title is God Never Panics. Thank, Thank goodness. goodness. And on this broadcast, we're going to take matters into our own hands with the power of choice. And we'll be sharing stories about how choosing peace over panic always works out for the best. That's right. In any stormy situation you may encounter. Yeah. We're going to give you some tips on how to calm those storms yes because we've been practicing and yes we have plenty of practice yeah and this week alone we had plenty. So we were, we're always happy to do this show because it always gives us the opportunity to practice what the upcoming show is going to be about and we don't plan it that way we usually just get thrown into situations where that's right funniest thing the topic applies because every one of us wakes up in the morning to the same life so we all get plenty of practice and we have a very special treat in the second half Yes. Uh, a uh, Funniest Thing fan and Daily Word subscriber, Sandy Page, is going to join us to read today's Daily Word, Calmness, ah. which goes along perfect with our topic. And it goes perfect with the breaths for the day. That's right. It's we, time for Three Breaths with Ed. 
That's right. What do we got today? Well, today it was pretty simple. Daryl came up with this great title, which we'll share where it came well, from. Well, maybe I should do the quick title story right do now. Do it now, because yes. this will make sense. Totally. Well, we were coming up with the title. We had a couple ideas, and then it hit me. Wait a minute. There's a tool that I use all the time, a little mental tool, which is, in my own mind, when I feel myself about to panic about a situation, I go, God never panics. Yes. And I drop down, meaning emotionally, I drop back down into my body. Yes. And you have a great story from where you got this. Right. What happened, I was telling Ed that it was about, well, you know how when a phrase just clicks, you see it somewhere and it means nothing. And all of a sudden, bingo, and you're like, it hits you and it becomes a working part or a working tool that you can rely on. That, that works like an actual tool. It's a little mental thought. Yes. So I was, a friend of mine, his name's Peter Dunn, and uh, you may or may not know of him. He's a writer producer out here in Los Angeles. He produced shows like uh, Melrose Place. Who doesn't love that oh, show? Man. And Jag was another long running show of his. And he was selling his house and he was talking to me about it. He was telling me he was having an open house. And me and my wife, Lori, like to check out open houses on Sundays because it's it's inspiring to us. You know, yes. we'll go drive around. You go, you get ideas for decorating. It gives you a feeling of affluence. Right, you right. get to meet people. So uh, I said, sure, Peter, I'll swing by. And it's funny. I went to his house up in the Palisades. This was the house he was selling about 10 years ago. And I'm walking through the house. And all of a sudden, I see this one of those little pillows, those embroidered pillows with a little saying on it. Hanging from the back of a, you know, on a doorknob. I'm sure you've seen them. It's like yes. decorative. Yes. I and have. on it, it said, God never panics. And I read that. And I went, oh, my God. It just hit me. It was one of those thoughts that got into my brain. I accepted it. And I go, that is awesome. And it's funny because I was just trying to think about what his house looked like since we've been talking today. Right. And I really can't remember too much except for some of his son's paintings, because his son was an artist, and that pillow and where it was. Yeah. Like, those are the most impressive things that stuck with me. So today, Ed came up with three great breaths that help reinforce this tool. Right. And I love the title, because there was a time where I was going through a, a lot in my own life, and I was trying to get to the bottom of what was going on inside my mind. I talked to some psychologists, you know, that went that route, and... The, one of the ladies told me, oh, you're a panic. You know, like they, she just, I, I was like, I'm the worst person in the world. And this and that. And she was just like, you don't understand. I'm bad. I'm yeah. dying here. You don't understand what goes through my mind. She said, oh, you're a panic. And I remember sitting there and, it, you know, it was, I was in a kind of a tough spot in my own mind at that time. But I remember thinking someday I'm going to write a book about how I learned to relax after a lifetime of panic. Well, now you do a show about it every I week. I know. That'd be like <laughs> writing a book. So. This is way more fun than typing yes. a book by yourself. Oh, my God. Exactly. So, all that said, the breaths for today, the, the words for today are simply, God never panics, so neither do I. Oh, that's awesome. We're going to take one clearing breath, like this. Ah, and here we go. God never panics. So neither do I. Ah. God never panics. So neither do I. Ah. God never panics. So, so neither, neither do, do I. I. Ah.
That was easy. Ah, that was easy. That was easy. And that's a great tool to use. And, and actually, the, the topic of the show was born straight out of the Daily Word. And we're not ashamed to admit that's where we get our best inspiration. No. And we'll be talking about that. It's got a great, that little story in the Bible about someone rocking the boat. Yes. And, and Jesus, uh, well, what was, well, now that they transcribed it, they found out what he really said to his apostles. It was actually in song. Yes. And you know what it was? What was it? Don't rock the boat. Don't rock, rock the, the boat, boat baby. baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> yes. But anyway, that's, there's a, yeah, there, they mentioned a parable in, from the Bible in today's Daily Word, and it happens to be one of Daryl and I's favorite because yes. we think it shines light on the what, true nature. The of true Jesus. nature of Jesus, as told, at least the, as the young minds of Pizarro and Biagioti understood it. So we're looking forward to getting to that. Yes. So let's start with um, a little reading from Alan Cohen, A Deep Breath of Life. And as always, all these books, if you go to goodreads.com and do a search for Daryl and Ed, one word, uh, you will find our a list of all the books we use. And you can click there and order them from online dealers. So uh, this one comes from... A, uh, a Deep Breath of Life by Alan Cohen, and it, and it is from November 15th, and it's called Firewalking. Ouch. It, yes. It says, <laughs> feel the fear and do it anyway. Because today's show is all about calming those That's storms good. of fear and things that come up whenever we step out boldly. Mm-hmm. And it says, do you know the difference between courage and fearlessness? When you're fearless, you're not frightened by the task at hand, and you simply go ahead and do it. When you're courageous, however, you feel afraid and walk ahead in spite of it. In this world, courage is far more important than fearlessness. One of our missions in life is to discover what holds us back from being ourselves and dismantle our illusions. Then it goes on to say, fear is not real, for if it were, everyone would be afraid of the same things. The word real implies constancy. If you're afraid of spiders and I'm not, And if I fear enclosed spaces and you do not, we demonstrate that there's nothing inherently fear-inducing about spiders or closed spaces. The next time you face a fear, think of someone you know who is not afraid of that thing and visualize the ease and peace with which they would handle that experience. That's a great tip. Yes. And it takes faith to even apply that one. That's right. I uh, just got back from a trip to Florida, and just last night, we were about to get on the plane. I had the perfect example of this because I'm traveling with my wife and son, and you know, like they're, they keep announcing you can only have two carry-on bags each, right? And so on my mind is going through the math, like, okay, how, where am I going to put this, that, and the other thing so that, you know, because they keep saying, we're going to make a check in a bag if, if you have an extra one. So I'm, I got my chicken McNuggets stashed in my... Uh, Laptop bag. Because this is an example of the storm, of when the panic starts to rise and how to calm it. Yeah, so we had, what I counted was seven bags. Get rid of one of them, bam, we're good. Because three of us, that equals six, we get six. So I get it all straightened out. We stand up and my wife says, oh, geez, I have three bags. (laughs) She had an extra bag that I didn't see underneath another one. And the thing was, she was confident and calm and said, oh, it'll be fine. I'll just walk on and it'll work out. Like, you know, they weren't big bags. It was like yeah. two little purses, but whatever. But my mind, <gasps> like this was sending me into a major tailspin. And I was just, oh. I, I, 
I had had to do a lot of what we call hurling the crap over the fence and just keep taking one step forward and saying, casting the burden, casting the burden and saying, well, she's not upset about it. I'm not going to be upset about it. I mean, I, part of me was real for many reasons. Right. But I just kept casting the burden and, and looking at her and saying, she, this is up to her. And, I, and then I just put it out of my mind and I walked a couple of steps ahead of her because I knew it would be better yes. to get that vibe away from her. Because she really, I knew she was going to go on because she was confident. Right. And there was no big deal. So I said, let me just take a couple steps forward and get on. Sure enough, she comes in right behind me. No Nothing. problem. There's plenty of room for the bags. And I was sitting there on the plane. I, I just kept letting go. And I was able to tell. It was a great moment for me because the the storm Finally did calm because yes. I, I applied some of these tools. I started blessing the situation. I started um, checking the facts, like you said. We got on. Yeah. Jennifer was confident the whole time. There's a lot of times when I'm the confident one. Right. Right. And I, and I, get, I walk through stuff like that all the time. And I was able to turn to my wife. I said, wow. I've got really. I'm able now to let go of this old story I used to have that I'm the calm one between us. Right. I, re- I could see it for once with my eyes like, wow. She's confident and in a good place. Yes. And it made me just appreciate my relationship with my wife and knowing that, like, it just built, like, this feeling like, wow, I can really depend on this person and look to her in times yes. when I am not uh, so relaxed or calm. Well, yeah, that's the good news that the good news is the two of us are never in the same place at the same time. Yeah. So there's always one that could help lift or encourage the other one. It doesn't That's mean right. it's a bad thing. Well, you know, like sometimes when I'm in self-pity, you want to pull the other one down. But no, we don't want that. Yeah. You always want the other one yeah. to help be the lifter-upper in any situation. Right. Not to always be two perfect people. Yeah, and I, you know, because I used to try to pretend to be the perfect person. And this is one thing hanging out with Pizarro has. Daryl has really helped me to let myself off the hook because I was able to tell my wife that I was tripping out and that I knew, but I knew at the same time that it wasn't real. It was, I let myself off the hook too, because I don't want to pretend that I'm the the calm person all the time because that pressure to be calm would just add to the storm. Performance anxiety. Yeah. That's hell. Yeah. You know what? This brings up a great point, which is, the calming of the storms, the calming of the panic, and why God never panics, so neither do I, works, is because the truth is, like William James says, circumstances don't make the man, they reveal him. Right. But And likewise, what he means is our consciousness determines our circumstances, our yes. current environment. And when we... Instead of fighting and panicking more and then moving on the outer plane, like if you had said, oh, my God, we got to put this way. You don't understand. Yeah. It would have created all this frazzle and uncomfortability. Right. And maybe for no reason, one of your bags would have had totally. to be put in storage. It would have been mine. Yeah. All, you know? Even though you had enough bags, there would have been a shortage of space. Yeah. Like we attract that. Right. But then on the same token, and this is why the show, we talk about put it, taking matters into our own hands with the power of choice affirm God never panics. And in knowing that, okay, I'm not going to panic. My inner storm comes. Yes. And then our circumstances correspond. Right. That's the law. Yes. And knowing that there is this loving higher power, God, our source that I can look to, you know, that I can dump my own story and that I can do a quick meditation or whatever I got to do, even just breathe, take my mind off it. By no, by putting my focus back onto that 
God or higher power or a source, it like brings my vibration or my mood yeah, up. Up. And we then feel I'm able happy. to see clear or looking at my wife in this case yes. and saying, She's not tripping. Like in the book, she's not afraid of spiders. Yeah. There must not be anything to be, be afraid, afraid of. of. Being able to use her as an example of that faith and then follow, follow in well, her footsteps. And, and also being mature enough to, yes. to, once we admit we're not perfect, yeah. we can have a good laugh about it. Yeah. And when we laugh with someone else, we feel even closer. Yeah. Because I thought people, I had to be perfect so that people would like me or respect right. me. But no. People love me more for my imperfections when I yeah. admit them. Right. Rather than trying to be perfect. Yes. They go, wow, you too? And I go, yeah, me too. And we have right. a laugh. Uh, yeah. Another way of saying it is we have these physical minds and no one's physical mind knows it all. It's not designed to know it all. Thank God we have like a higher power, this more higher mind or whatever, that all of us can have a good laugh at ourselves. And admit, well, we have to turn this over to something bigger than ourselves. Otherwise, we're there, none of us would be able to make it. Well, that's why we appreciate Unity's philosophy and yeah. all the books we read. Because I can't just willpower yeah. my way with my own willpower. Physical, I'm not going to be afraid. Right? Does not work. Yeah, it creates more fear. Right. The only thing that works is what they call treatment or turning it over, yeah. which means just, a, you know, affirmative prayer, just reminding myself, being the loving but firm parent yes. to myself. Yes. See, there's nothing to worry about there. You don't need to say anything right now. Right. She's got it under control, which brings me to a great little reading. Uh, very short. short. And this is from Ernest Holmes, Science of Mind. And it says here on page 315. We all have the spiritual power to raise the dead, but we do not believe we have. Right. Right. And that, I mean, that goes for dead feelings, dead yes. thoughts, panic. dead memories, panic. We have the ability. Like this is the more I practice it, the more I realize that I, if I stand firm in my faith, in my love, that my own consciousness will begin to respond and transform and raise so that I can feel alive and happy. Which I got one quick uh, yes. demonstration before we go to the break. Yes. And that is right before my wife and I decided within two weeks we were going to move to L.A., well, we had to rent the place that we owned in New York. And within two weeks, we didn't get many people looking at it, of course, as you would imagine. It got right up to the last day we were scheduled to fly to our new home in California at noon. We had to leave New York City. And my friends are going, you're never going to rent the place. You're but I just reestablished, like the belief Ernest Holmes says, and like we're going to read in our daily word. I just said, nope, the right person, the right way. And I would tell him, I go, it's still not noon. I don't have to know <laughs> the noon. And I was really being a firm and loving yes. parent to myself because I said, I'm going to hold on to this. Yes. Sure enough, I get a call. The people show up at 11. We never met them before. They saw mm -hmm. the ad. They came in. They looked at the place. They signed the papers and they were moving in the next day. It was a middle-aged couple that owned a place in Long Island. They wanted to live in the city while they were reconstructing their home in Long Island. They ended up there a year. It was just another example of that we really do have the power when we when we cooperate with God and take him as our partner and have faith that this is for real. Yeah, that's a beautiful story. And uh, coming up uh, next... Funniest thing, uh, listener, Sandy Page will read the Daily Word, which is calmness. So thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. Take eight. We 
Online Radio is bringing the message of unity to tens of thousands of spiritual seekers around the world. If you have been served by this programming, we invite you to support it by visiting www.unity.fm and clicking on Donate Now. Thank you for your support. Jest, there is truth. Shakespeare made the line famous. And at Holy Rascals, we've taken it to heart. Join us at HolyRascals.com, a spiritual education resource and community of spiritual boundary crossers who are on a truth-seeking journey that doesn't shy away from humor and frank conversations. HolyRascals.com offers cutting-edge webinars, short online videos, and podcasts. Our featured teachers are inclusive, radical, and often funny people who embrace the common heart of all religions. Find us on Facebook or check out our upcoming programs at www.holyrascals.com. The base of all life is the infinite wellspring of Source, and each of us has a unique way of expressing that Source as an individualized soul. Do you enjoy the company of inspiring people who are living on purpose? Do you want to live joyfully attuned to your own unique soul expression? Host Rev. Kristen Powell welcomes you to join the gathering of souls who live this way. You'll meet artists, naturalists, and other soulful expressions that will inspire you to call forth the most alive, passionate version of yourself. Get into the natural stream of your own soul by tuning into Soul Stream live every Wednesday at noon Central Time on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Guidance and direction are bubbling up from your soul all the time, even at night. But do you hear your soul when it calls? Do you recognize it? Do you trust it? Can you trust it? How can you be certain you are hearing the voice of your precious soul? Janet Connor teaches five wisdom habits that help you hear your soul, recognize and trust its guidance and begin to take action to create a truly beautiful life. Learn the wisdom habit of divine dialogue in Writing Down Your Soul. How to Live a Life of Integrity 
in soul vows and discover your soul's unique purpose in check the box if you long to create a soul directed life visit janetconner.com and explore all five courses in her signature series your soul wants five things You're listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, or email us at funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to Funniest Thing. Welcome back to Woo-hoo. Funniest Thing. We're glad you're still here for the second segment. Yes. Of today's show, God Never Panics. Thank goodness, because we sure do. Yes. As a matter of fact, we're trying not to panic, uh, getting our guest. That's right. Our uh, Funniest Thing fan and Daily Word subscriber, Sandy Page, should be with us shortly. We have our engineer working on yeah. it. So Which- everyone send a little love and light. To Sandy Page, so that that connection comes through strong. Yes, and speak, and this is a perfect opportunity to say our thank yous. Yes, we want to thank our listeners first and foremost. Yeah, matter of fact, we have a new listener popped up on Facebook. Ed, did you see that? I did. Why don't you read what you had to say? Well, this is from Diane Bain Leonard from Sterling Heights, Michigan. Actually. We only know she went to high school in Sterling Heights, Michigan, because we after doing our About Facebook, that's the only information I could find. Okay, so she could be living anywhere, actually. But what she did say, what is important is, your show is my new favorite on Unity FM. Yeah, we, well, we appreciate that. Yeah, we sure do. That made my day. It made my day as well. And we want to thank all our listeners. Uh, without without you, we really wouldn't have a show, would we? No, no, and we would not. And we really love being on Unity Online Radio, and it's a privilege. Matter of fact, we would pay for the privilege to I be know, on Unity Online Radio. We love it so we much. for the privilege. Yes, we do, and we do so gratefully, that's for sure. That's right. And one of the amazing things, each week we get to hang out with a very special person and uh, look at his lovely Face. He looks like Mel Gibson. Yes, he does. Like like George Clooney. Yes. And uh, Sandy just popped in. Sandy. That's all right. That's Sandy. You know who that is? That's Sandy. Sandy Page. Sandy Page. Anyway, we were just thanking our engineer. Yeah. uh, Who takes us every week. Every week. Right, right into the comfort zone. Yeah. And that's Jeff Comfort at Unity Village. Wait, I think he's going to fly by again. Where is he? Whoa! Whoa! There he is. There he is. Thank yeah. you, Mr. Comfort, for making us feel comfortable every week. Yeah, because he makes our show and all the shows on Unity Online Radio sound as good as network radio. It's Jack Benny. He is. I don't know. What that has to do with radio, <laughs> but I know Jack Benny had a character named Rockchester, and I know Jack Benny's <laughs> shtick was that he was very cheap. I don't know what that has to do with Jeff Comfort, but I liked it. But on that note, let's do a little <laughs> shout out to the prayer line, 800-NOW-PRAY or 800-669-7729. And this show is God Never Panics, and if you feel yourself obsessing about yes. something that's 
just, you know, making you fearful or agitated, take a break, pull over, call the prayer line. And I'm saying pull over because at one time I actually was driving my car and I was obsessing about something. And funniest thing, I can't remember what that is now. But what I do remember is that I had to like consciously, you know, make a call. And I go, I don't. And the little voice in me goes, you don't need to call the prayer line. Yes. Just let it go. And I, <laughs> and I said, no, that thought alone, I'm going to pull over. Good I call. called the prayer line. And just that act, I started, like you said, with the situation with your wife at the airport. It's almost like when I admit my human weakness and I'm willing to accept God's help. Yeah. I lift. Yeah. My, my, my mood lifted. And it's funny. I was just walking home with my wife last night. We take a walk downtown. And I was saying, you know, to forgive is to forget. It's not I'm going to forgive. Yeah. You know, I forgive, but I don't forget. I mean, that doesn't make it either you've forgiven and forgotten. Yeah. And I mean, the situation, right. or the harm done, and it's wiped clean. Right. And that's where the prayer line is very helpful. So we, 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 we recommend it, it and you we know, use the, the, it. The funny thing is that, uh, you know, part of my mind in the past would think, what am I, just a servant of something, that, uh, some big thing out there that's going to take care of it all? Why am I even here? <laughs> but the weird thing is that I actually feel more like myself. So it's it's not just... I'm plugging into some, you know, to me, it's not like a bearded guy that's going to like tell me what to do. It's, it's like I'm plugging back into myself because mm-hmm. the things that come out, I walk away. That's why I forget because I'm not going to spend time thinking about well, things that don't feel good because well, now I remember who I am. Well, you're getting me excited because the more dependent on God I am, the more independent I am myself. Yes. And think about it. If all this sophisticated equipment wasn't plugged in, we wouldn't be on the air right now. Yeah. And there's also a saying in 12-step groups, which is a great one, and that is um, if you if you unplug the refrigerator, the food goes bad. That's right. And then we all love sandwiches. <laughs> so go ahead. we got one more shout-out. Let's do a sponsor shout-out. Daryl, why don't you uh, give a, spo- a sponsor shout-out? That's here. true. We want to thank our sponsor, iItaly, the one-stop spot online for info and entertainment concerning Italy and Italian-Americans. And you can visit them online at i-italy.org. And you may not guess this, but our last names are Fazzaro and Biagiotti. And we are actually Italian-Americans. Yes, we are. So it's the perfect sponsor for our show. So thank you, I Italy. And now, I know the word, the daily word is calmness, and I need it right now because I am so excited. We have one of our favorite fans as a guest today. I know. We also drank two cortado or cappuccinos before, and and we always think it's not going to be enough, (laughs) but it always kicks in when we get excited. As a matter of fact, I asked Ed when we were drinking the second cortado, I go, is this what like is this what performers do? And he goes, "What do you mean? Sit on this bench and relax?" I said, <laughs> "I know, no." I said, "Get all jacked up on amphetamines before a performance." <laughs> and Ed goes, "Yeah." So it's <laughs> <laughs> true. And on that note, welcome Sandy Page. Thanks, you guys. How yeah, are ya? Oh my gosh, we are so good, and we're so happy you're here. We have a couple of questions for you, though, before you read the Daily Word. Yes, we do. Why don't you shoot the first one? Well, the first one is, we do about Facebook. That's how we find out when people email us. (laughs) Yes. And we know you're from an undisclosed... Are you still living in an undisclosed location in Illinois? No, I live in Rolling Meadows. It's a suburb of Chicago. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and so my undisclosed secret location is where I work, That's and it's right. actually oh. a, it's a neighborhood restaurant, and uh, oh. 
Yeah. At first, when I started working there, I didn't want people to know pride and weirdness got in the way. And yeah. then I just left it on there because it was funny. Yes, I it's very it. funny. We like it. <laughs> Question number two. Yes. What were you thinking when you decided to volunteer to read the Daily Word on Funniest Thing? <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know. Here's the thought process. It was really weird. I'm like, wow, Andrea Ballantyne gets to read the Daily Word. I'm so jealous. I know. I'll I'll offer my services. And then I thought, no, I won't. No, that's too weird. I, I can't do that. No, fear, fear, fear. And then the thought was, oh, I work Wednesday nights anyway. Too bad. I can't do it. Okay. And mm-hmm. I felt better. Until I went to work and my coworker said, I need you to trade and get and take Tuesday instead of Wednesday. And I thought, oh, oh I'm off Wednesday night. We so, so I decided, yeah, I decided to step out boldly and do it anyway. Well, listen, we're not only are we very excited, we have a funniest thing to tell you about this. Okay. When we got your, when we got your, uh, you know, your, your, you put it out there, you'd love to read the Daily Word on our show. We were very enthusiastic. However... We had Laura Harvey, who normally joins us, the editor of The Daily Word. She was going to come back today and read. She was only going to be missing the day that Andrea uh, read. Uh, so so now we were in a quandary. Quandary. Yeah. We started going, oh, no, I don't want to. Oh, I don't want to hurt Laura's feelings. And I don't want to, you know, yes. we got Sandy here. What are we going to do? So funniest thing, I. I found out for sure that you were definitely up to the challenge. And once I got that commitment, it gave me, okay, well, now I got to take the next step with courage, like we're talking about, you know, step forward, trust in God. Daryl calls it wearing his pull-ups. Yes. I'm a big <laughs> kid now. So I called, uh, I mean, I sent a message to Laura and I was honest. I said, Laura, you know, Sandy Page, we have a guest, uh, you know, wants to, would like to read. We'd love to have her. Do you want to surprise her and be on the air with her? Uh, you know, I was just giving her the option. And she said, oh, my God, funniest thing. I have a deadline that I need <laughs> to get done. And this actually helped her yes. have the time to do what she needed to do. So she'll be rejoining us next week. So it was meant to be. It's the funniest thing. Yes, it this was. This was all divine order. Oh, my gosh. It is such divine order. You know, a couple of weeks ago, I was telling my friend Mike about you guys, and I was talking about your show, and I said, one day I'm going to sit down and have coffee with those guys. And then when this came up, it's that's what I'm doing now. So, yeah, you sure are. We definitely have a lot of coffee coursing through our veins right now. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. So, so speaking of that, maybe you can help us calm us down by reading today's daily word. And also, uh, do you recommend the restaurant you work at? Because maybe when we're if we're in town, we could come and have a meal over there sometime. Okay, it's a neighborhood restaurant, and it's going to be not as secretive now. It's Eros Restaurant, Arlington Heights. Love it. All right. Beautiful. All right. Big love to Eros. Is it Eros, the god of love? The god Perfect. of love. The All Greek right. God of so. Love. So as the as the right-hand woman to the Eros, the god of love, would you pre- please read today's daily word for us? Okay, and I certainly needed this today. Calmness. Mm-hmm. Through the Christ within, I find my calm. When his frightened disciples awakened Jesus in the middle of a storm, he stilled the sea. As he quieted the waves, he bestowed upon the disciples a feeling of security and assurance. The presence within Jesus that stilled the storm is the Christ presence. Centered in my Christ presence, I too find a place of calm despite inner or outer turbulence. As I turn to the Christ within, I am undaunted by the storms I experience in life. To every tempestuous thought, 
every fearful report, every disturbing situation, I say, peace, be still, and watch as it subsides. I find my calm as I attune to the serene presence of the Christ. And the passage at the bottom that I, too, used to be afraid of was, (laughs) yeah, I relate to that. He woke (laughs) up and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, peace, be still. Then the wind ceased, and there was a dead calm. Mark 4, 39. Beautiful. Ah. Yes, if anyone else uh, feels like Sandy, Daryl, and Ed, when you see a Bible <laughs> verse, you, you skip a beat, or it's like, it's like the needle skips on a record. We understand. Yeah. We try to look at them as you know, positive quotes that are just really, really old, yes. because that's all they really are. There's yeah. nothing to be afraid of. You know, and uh, the Bible verse at the bottom, in this case, we went to the message to get uh, the, the the message Bible, the message verse. The interpret uh, it's a modern day interpretation slash translation of the Bible in language that guys like Daryl and I can understand. And I believe it's on the it's Goodreads. On, it's on our Goodreads. Yeah, list it is fantastic. Just, okay, here we go. Ed's going to read. Okay, that for us. so this is the parable as told in the message, and it says, "Late that day, he said to them." Now they're talking about Jesus. Let's go across to the other side. They took him in the boat as he was. Other boats came along. A huge storm came up. Waves poured into the boat, threatening to sink it. This sounds like the beginning of uh, yes. Pelican's Isle. Yes. Right down in your ear, the tale of Jesus on a boat. Okay. And Jesus was in the, in the stern, head on a pillow, sleeping. They roused him, saying, Teacher, is it nothing to you that we're going down? We're going down. We're going down. Why are you, you sleeping, understand. Jesus? Oh, my gosh. Awake now. He told the wind to pipe down and said to the sea, quiet, settle down. The wind ran out of breath. The sea became smooth as glass. Jesus, this is the part we love. Jesus <laughs> reprimanded the disciples. Why are you such cowards? Don't you have any faith at all? They were in absolute awe, staggered. Who is this anyway, they asked. Wind and sea at his beck and call? There's two things I love about that interpretation that helps me. One is the intuition I had that Jesus was always like, kind of like a New Jersey wise guy with his crew. I'm not <laughs> saying a mobster doing illegal things, but I could see him like, he's like, oh, you woke me up for this? Yeah, what? Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, I've been with you all this time. <laughs> I told you guys exactly how to do it. What? And the fact that his disciples didn't get it. They're like, wow, he says to common, who is this guy? Meanwhile, He's probably smacking his forehead and going, oh, Maron, which is his mother's name. So that's like a whole, that's Italian for Mary. Uh-huh. <laughs> so he goes, Maron. And he probably goes, I taught these guys how to do this. Yeah. And now they forgot. Like, And it reinforces that idea of Jesus knowing with his own, identifying with his Christ center that God never panics. That's right. And just boom. That's why affirm it. We one of the titles that we were throwing around was "Don't wake Jesus for that." That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, because yes, and we have actually. This brings up another question. Well, oh yes, um, fire to Sandy Pale when ready for Zorro. And that is who? In, uh, how did you get introduced to the Daily Word, and when did you start subscribing? 
Well, you know, I was uh, back in the 80s. I was going to get married on the spur of the moment. And my mother-in-law, my then mother-in-law said, Unity Church is the place. And I said, okay. And she took me there and I liked it instantly. And then some years went by, but I think it was about in 89 is when I seriously started to read and go to Unity. And uh, ever since, I mean, there's been some periods of time where I, you know, didn't read for a while. And then... um, but, you know, I'm I'm so much better when I read it every morning, when I wake up and yes. I have this time and quiet time with it. Yeah. So it's, it's been 20-something years now, so well, thank God. Uh, yeah, that's about the same for me in 1986. And just if there's any people out there wondering what the Daily Word is, it, it's actually a great meditation uh, magazine that comes to your house, or you could subscribe to it online, and you could simply go to dailyword.com. And it's uh, it's exactly what Sandy Page read for us today. It's yeah. a daily um, inspiring message that helps yes. reset your clock. I'm going to tell you this: my trip to Florida was the best I've ever had because I've gotten in the habit of doing the morning routine, and in this case, the evening routine, and in this case, also carrying the daily word with me because I underline just a few key sentences so that. Throughout the day, all I have to do is look at it and read like the three sentences that really spoke to me. And bam, because it's not like my mind didn't act in similar ways that it's done in the past, but I was able to keep hurling my crap over the fence, you know, casting, casting the, the burden, burden, calming the seas, and then being able to be a loving presence to be there with my wife and son and enjoy the amazing trip that we had. So it was the perfect uh, example for me for this week's show because, man, I just kept calming those storms and reading the daily word and a few of the other books we mentioned each day, like really like writing it, you know, really doing it every day when I wake up. Speaking of books, you got me very excited. I did. Yeah. Why? Because funniest thing, my book is now available on Amazon. That happened today. I actually woke up this morning. Yes. They, I found out two days ago, they said it's going to be on Amazon in a week to 10 days. Yes. I woke up this morning and I was doing my routine. I had this enthusiastic feeling, you know, you just knowing. Yeah. And it goes, your book's on Amazon today. And then my little voice, my other voice, the reasoning mind goes, no, they said a week to 10 days. Uh-huh. But So I did my routine. But then afterwards, I said, you should check. It's on Amazon today. And my mind tried to get in there and go, no, no, you'll just be disappointed. I said, how would that? I felt so enthusiastic with that thought. And I click and boom. So if anyone's interested and it'll it'll be more available as the days go on, you'll see it. There's a link on our Funniest Thing fan page. And the book is called? What if Godzilla just wanted a hug? What if Godzilla just wanted a hug? Leading, what is it? Leading with the heart instead of the chin like I used to do all the time. (laughs) So Sandy Page, thank you so much for coming on to read The Daily Word and hang out with us. Oh my God, thank you for the opportunity. I got to use some courage today. Almost oh, changed my mind a couple times, but <laughs> of course, of yeah, course. we do that before every show. <laughs> we change our mind all the time because we have to keep changing it back to doing the show. <laughs> right. <laughs> thank so you, guys. you are welcome, and thank you. And coming up after the break, we got a lot more good stuff like jokes, funniest things for the week, and great song. So fan mail, fan mail. So thank you for being a part of funniest thing with Daryl and Ed on what? Unity oh. Online Radio. Take eight. Looking for the spiritual in your everyday life? 
searching for meaning in the meaningless? Check out the book Rants to Revelations by Reverend Ogan Holder. Using his characteristic wit, humor, and storytelling, Reverend Ogan brings spiritual insight into practically every arena of human life. From issues of spiritual growth and family life to deep theological concerns about God and reality, he combines personal narrative with philosophical and scientific understanding to bring a fresh perspective into the life of faith in today's postmodern world. Pick up a copy of Rants to Revelations today from www.rantstorevs.com. experience the peace and joy promised by A Course in Miracles? Or are you still struggling to truly live your beliefs from moment to moment? Let Rev. Jennifer Hadley help you focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace through practical application by walking your talk. Experience the healing live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Central on A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. We now return to the funniest thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best looking guys on the radio. All right, welcome back to The Funniest Thing, where uh, today's show is called God Never Panics. So uh, we've been talking all about what we can do to calm the storms as they arise in these little lives we got right here. Well, and we just read, um, actually we had Sandy Page on, a fan and Daily Word subscriber, read from the Daily Word in the last segment, which was about Jesus in the boat. Waking up and saying, guys, why'd you wake me up for that? Yeah, he said, don't rock the boat. Don't tip the boat over. Yeah, because they almost dumped themselves out of the boat by getting so panicked. And uh, that one one thing that caught me about Sandy reading that last uh, the Daily Word today was neither one of us could say tempestuous. Tempestuous. Yeah, and she pulled it off perfectly. Well, speaking of tempestuous, we actually have a reading here from March seventeenth. Bam. I met Fox, and this is another book on our Goodreads, and it has to do with the idea of miracles, because people sometimes think, are these miracles really happen, or what is a miracle? Because we believe in miracles. Okay, you ready? I think it's a little higher, but anyway, you did good. Not for me. Miracles. Okay, and here it is. Now, what, after all, is a miracle? Those who deny the possibility of miracles on the ground that the universe is a perfect system of law and order to the operation of which there can be no exceptions, are perfectly right. But the explanation is that the world of which we are normally aware, and in with whose laws alone most people are acquainted, is only a fragment of the whole universe as it really is. And that there is such a thing as appealing from a lower to a higher law, from a lesser to a greater expression. In the sense of a real breach of law, miracles are impossible. Yet, in the sense of all ordinary rules and limitations of the physical plane can be set aside or overridden by an understanding that has risen about them, miracles can and do happen. So here's an example. 
Let us suppose for the sake of example that on a certain Monday your affairs are in such a condition that humanly speaking, certain consequences are sure to follow before the end of the week. These may be legal consequences, perhaps of a very unpleasant nature following upon some decision of the courts, or a physician may decide that a perilous operation will be necessary. Now, if someone can raise the consciousness of the harassed individual above the limitations of the physical plane, then the conditions on that plane will change. And we talked about this. And in some unforeseen and normally impossible manner, the legal tragedy will melt away. And to the advantage, be it noted, of all parties to the case, or the patient will be healed instead of having to go the operation. In other words, miracles in the popular sense of the word can and do happen as the result of a change in consciousness. And the change of consciousness is usually accomplished through prayer. Thus, prayer does change things. And we talked about this. And there's another little saying I like to remind myself of sometimes is, if you can't believe in a miracle, at least believe in a coincidence. Yes. And I actually gave a great example of this in the first segment about moving yes. to California. And even though my friends are going, you're never going to rent this. And I, and I just stood firm on the, yes. the, no, we still have until, it's not flight time yet. We still have until noon. Right. And this applies, the thing is, this applies to everything, like because yes. there's big things and there's small things. There's my wife and I when we were in Florida, we're looking for something to eat, and everything was kind of just like things that were not necessarily attractive to us around the hotel. But we we walked in, we're walking around, we went we went into one place that was really uh, it's called Steaks and Shakes, which might be good in some conditions, <laughs> but we've been eating so much greasy food. But we right. walked in because it seemed like the way to go. We came out, we went to the Italian food next to us, and this. Happy group of guys walked in and we said, you know anything about this restaurant? They said, every time we come to this state from Toronto, they're from Canada, they said, we always eat here. The pizza is killer here. And it ended up, that ended up being our miracle. We went right in and we had a delicious meal and they were not kidding about the pizza. You brought up an excellent thing. I don't even know if you're aware of this, but when you said the small and the big, well, also I like, we got to realize in God's universe, small and big is no difference. Yes. Meaning materializing a lost button, yeah, which doesn't seem scary at all, like I'll find the button, right? or a seemingly scary situation like trying to rent our place before we were moving yes. that day in the last minute, they're the same in God's yes. universe. Yes. And if I got to think the small is as easy as the difficult, the difficult is as easy as the yes. small. There's no, and that helps bring me back to God doesn't panic. Yeah, and there's only one set of principles working no matter what. So the more we see it in the small, the easier it is to see it in the big. The more we see yes. it in the big, the easier it is to see it in the small. So we got a joke to rattle off here. And this one actually comes from Between Heaven and Mirth, Daryl's new favorite book from James Martin. And I like it as well, but I only know it through Daryl. Well, and the audience probably doesn't know that Daryl and Ed got in trouble in elementary school when we were asked what we wanted to be when we grew up. That's right, because the teacher said, boys, we were the last two in line. Daryl, Ed, what do you two want to be when you grow up? And, and we, we said, said, we want to be mercenaries. She said, what? <laughs> she said, what? <laughs> and we said, mercenaries. Thought we were saying mercenaries. Yeah. Well, the truth is, uh, we actually ended up becoming mercenaries. Right. <laughs> and speaking of mercenaries, let's hear our joke, which is actually a true story about John 
Pope John the 23rd. Pope John the 23rd. And it says here, in the 1940s, when John was still an archbishop and the papal nuncio, an ambassador in Paris, he was at an elegant dinner party, seated across from a woman wearing low cu- a low-cut dress that exposed a good deal of cleavage. Someone turned to him and asked, Your Excellency, what a scandal! Aren't you embarrassed that everyone is looking at that woman? And he said... Oh, no. Everyone's looking at me to see if I'm looking at this woman. Bam. <laughs> that was, uh, our drummer is, I guess, on strike. <laughs> well, what's that we hear in the distance? What is that? I hear little paws galloping. What is that? It's coming closer. Our postal pimple. What do you have in the mailbag Come today, here, Gabby? All right, this one actually was delivered firsthand to me this morning, and I'm going to combine it with my funniest thing because yes. I was in Florida, which is a little different than usual most of the week. Yes. So all this stuff was coming up about how we're going to be ready for today's show, and I just kept turning it over and hurling texting with Carol, hurling my crap over the fence. And I'm walking. I drop off my son at school. I walk into the parking lot, and lo and behold, a woman waves me down. Someone who I've talked to in the past and is a you know a friend of mine just from a few conversations we've had. And another parent. Another parent. And she basically, her name is Lisa Acock, and she's from Los Angeles, California. And she basically, I summed up the conversation. She said she loves the way that we spread our loving and hit it from so many different angles that people can actually relate to. She said we have no idea how many people we are reaching. Thank you so much. And she was very demonstrative, pointing and doing all this stuff. And the main thing was... It was so inspiring for me. Well, you and you needed it because you yes. just came back. Ed's been away, so normally we spend a lot of time together before the show, at least on Monday or Tuesday. Well, yes. Ed didn't get in until last night. Uh, yes, so and I was. We uh, really didn't talk. So right. to get that is so much reassurance of ye of little faith. It's almost like Jesus in the boat saying, "Ed, you knucklehead, what I are you know. worried about?" And she was flagging me. I love this lady. Lisa was flagging me down from across the parking lot, yelling at the top of her lungs about how much she loves me and loves Daryl and loves the show. It was like Jesus had to jump up and down to get my attention. And real quick, a real quick funniest thing that I have. Yes. um, My wife, Lori, had uh, she was worried about some uh, a, a medical condition that she was undergoing. And several weeks ago, I brought this up. Ed and I go to the science of mind. Inglewood Center for Spiritual Living, and we do that on Wednesday nights. It's a metaphysical Bible study. And Dr. Elizabeth Marshall said, I'm going to do a treatment for Lori. Now, Lori has no idea who Dr. Marshall is. That's right. This is just my thing, you know, going there. And she said, I see the, you know, what was going on with Lori dissolving away. So just this last weekend, Lori comes out, you know, getting ready after the bathroom. She comes out, she goes, you know what? This thing that I'm going through, I know it's just dissolving away. And I said, what? She goes, yeah, I'm just, I know it's just dissolving away. I said, are you kidding me? I said, this lady, and I explained to Dr. Marshall, did a treatment and said that exact thing. And she couldn't believe it. I went back and told Dr. Marshall. And then Dr. Marshall reassured us that 
consciousness is co- we're all connected we are all connected. And, and i also did my part i didn't tell Lori yeah. that there was a treatment being done for her because then she'll get performance sure, anxiety sure. i just held on to that truth it's and beautiful. it's amazing uh, daryl yeah i don't know how to tell you this what um what what is there someone behind me It's the ghost of Michael Jackson. Yeah, I just thought I'd show up and let you guys know we we love funniest thing up there. We listen to it every week. Holy wow. cow! This is this is a real thrill. Thank you, Michael. Yeah, speaking of thrill, you hear the door slam and realize that there's nowhere left to turn. You feel the cold hand, wonder if you'll ever see the sun. Hey, you're pretty good. <laughs> but all the while, Woo! you hear the creature creeping up behind. You're out of time. Cause this is thriller, <laughs> thriller night. There ain't no second chance to kill that thing with 40 eyes. This is thriller, yeah, thriller night. Tell me you're fighting for your life inside a Oh my god, I almost jumped the gun on that. Subscribe to Funniest Thing Podcast on iTunes. Just go to the iTunes store or the iTunes app on your phone. We love to hear from you. Send all your stories, comments, suggestions to funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. You can follow us on Twitter at Daryl and Ed. And find the Funniest Thing fan page on Facebook and like us. And thank you so much for being part of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed on Unity Online Radio. Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Central as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. You know the saying, a good deed is its own reward? Well, moving toward a plant-based diet and vegan lifestyle is one kind and compassionate act that isn't just its own reward. It will also reward you with vibrant health, boundless energy, an easy way to keep your weight where you want it, and according to Yogi's and Unity's co-founder Charles Fillmore, even give a boost to your spiritual life. On Main Street Vegan, the radio program named for the popular book, Victoria Moran will make your move in a vegan direction easy, fun, affordable, and delicious. With enticing topics and entertaining guests every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Central Time, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Sometimes you feel so alone and overwhelmed you don't know where to turn. 
These days, it seems like there is no end to our problems. We invite you to connect with Silent Unity, the 24-hour prayer ministry where someone is waiting to pray with you right now. Since 1890, Silent Unity has always been there. No judgment or dogma, just someone affirming the best for you. Call 816-969-2000 today. You can also connect online at unityprayervigil.org. 